what we lack as a culture is a discipline because we want immediate gratification. We want instant. We want what we want, and we want it right then. Mm -hmm. So if I want to eat that, I'm going to eat it. Yep. If I don't want to work out, I won't work out. And we're so the idea of being uncomfortable is so foreign to us. And this program flips that paradigm on its head. I think uh, congratulations are in order for you. Thank you. Yesterday yes. was the last day, wasn't it? Uh, yesterday was my first day off. Okay, so Saturday was your Saturday was last my last day. day. Last day, and if you don't know what we're talking about, we've teased it quite a bit. The day's finally here. Mm -hmm. Tyler is done with 75 hard. My first round of 75 First round. Hard. Are you going to keep going? Uh, so, funny enough, and, and, and I don't want to like get in the way of... Uh, of your plan on this conversation, but uh, I don't know, man. I think there's 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 so many habits that that I worked on creating. I, I wouldn't say that they're set in stone, right? Because it's going to take a bunch of effort after that. Man, you just feel amazing. Like yeah. you don't realize how good your body can feel by pushing it harder. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Wild. It, and, and again, if you don't know what we're talking about, 75 hard is this, it, it's really a mental conditioning program mm -hmm. that our friend Andy Frisella created. It's been three or four years now. It's been a while mm -hmm. since he first created it. And the concept is to push yourself, like Tyler said, mentally, physically for 75 straight days. Yep. And there's five different tasks you have to do every single day for 75 days. First thing you have to accomplish is you have to take a progress picture every single day. So you stand in the mirror, get your phone out. It's really awkward. Super right, take awkward. a picture of yourself. You know what I found <laughs> the most awkward about this? And we'll dig in more. Is like if you're pulling up pictures, like other pictures on your phone to show somebody something. Like, yeah. hey, here's some pictures of the space <laughs> that we're about to lease that you couldn't make it on the tour to look at. There's take a, a look. And pictures. there's a bunch of shirtless pictures <laughs> on your phone. I couldn't figure out how to hide them, but yep. then like also still yep. use them in storms. So anyways. Well, I and my text message on my computer automatically pop up when I turn my computer on. Yeah. And same thing, my photos popped up. So I'll turn my computer on and it'll be a shirtless pic. So really awkward, not fun. Anyways, so that's one of the things you have to do. You yeah. take a picture for seven Progress picture days. every day, yep. Another thing you have to do is you have to drink a gallon of water mm -hmm. every single day. If you listen to our Natural Energy series, we talked mm -hmm. about hydration a few weeks yep. ago. It's part of that. Uh, the third task is two workouts per day. They have to be 45 minutes in length at mm. least. So you can go longer than that if you want. But what you find is if I got to do two of these, I ain't doing more than 45 minutes. Yeah. But anyway, and then one of them has to be outside. Again, our energy series we talked about, mm. the importance of being outside of nature. So four, two 45-minute workouts, and they have to be at least three hours apart from each other. So you can't go do a 45-minute weightlifting session and then immediately right, go 45-minute 45 45 minute cardio and call it outside. Yep. And call it your two workouts. They have to be separated. The point is inconvenience, right? The fourth task is you have to read 10 pages a day, which to some of you listening, it's like, oh, that's nothing. But it keeps you diligent literally daily. You can't miss a day. Yeah. And then the fifth thing, which is probably the most difficult for a lot of people, is you have to stick to a diet. doesn't matter what diet you pick. You could do keto. You could do, uh, you know, macros. Jenny Craig. You can do yeah, whatever you want. Whatever. But the point Vegan, is you, no what, cheating. Like yeah. literally, if you have a chicken wing – on the 75 hard, 
you failed. Yeah. So no cheating, no deviation, no nothing from your diet. It has yeah. to be strict. No cheat meals, no nothing. So well, all, it, well, one more, one more. The other is no alcohol, which oh yeah, that's true. I didn't uh, think about that. It, again, some people that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Some people it's not. I didn't think it would be a big deal. Um, and it, and I wouldn't say that it was, but there was times where right. it's like. Yeah. Sometimes it'd be nice to have like a margarita or it'd be nice to like after yard work, have an ice cold beer, something Mm -hmm. like that. Um, But, and again, we'll, we'll get into some of the things I think that we both learned because again, I just finished, Ben finished about a month and a half ago. So I didn't mind starting January 1st and then finished mid-March. Tyler started his a little bit later and literally yep. just finished started March two days 1st. Ago. Yep. And finished two yep. days ago. So, so those five tasks, you literally have to do it every single day. If you skip any of it, mm-hmm. maybe you forgot to take your progress picture. You have to start back over on day one. Doesn't matter if you're on day 74, mm-hmm. you've got to start all the way over. Mm-hmm. And so it keeps you accountable yep. throughout the 75 days to do more than you ever normally do. Number yeah. one, but then number two, there's no, it's not like, oh, it's the weekend, so I get yeah. to take the day off. No, you are doing this every single day for 75 straight days. Yeah, and let's, let's go back to why this program was created. Uh, I think it's important to understand. So Andy Frisella, and, and he actually has a podcast, uh, so Real AF, that he one episode that he breaks this entire thing down. So if you look up 75 Hard, um, on his podcast, Real AF, he has, and he walks through why he created this. But essentially, to summarize, is is Andy Frisella is a co-founder of First Form. Uh, it's a nutritional supplement company. So he's in the fitness industry. Um, we had him on the show. Go back and listen to his story. But essentially, he worked his tail off building this company. Um, became successful. Became, um, you know... Somebody in the bit in the in the business industry that people look to. He started speaking. Um, he's got a very very charismatic um, way of communicating and just motivating. High, I mean, you if you've been on Instagram, you've heard him, mm-hmm. um, whether you know it or not. Well, anyways, he had let his health just slip, and although he was doing really well in business, as his business continued to grow and grow and grow his health was just on the back burner and what he describes it as is discipline he lost discipline so here he is and he talks about it all the time here he is teaching discipline and he's 350 plus pounds on stage just looking like this is the guy it's a it's the equivalent of hey I, i'm gonna hire a personal trainer and i'm gonna hire someone that's super out of shape right and he fit, felt the same deal so he had this this desire in his head look i got to create something for me i got to do it myself and and i he started the 75 hard and he wrote a book 75 hard breaking down why he did it and then the reasons for each of the t- excuse me each of the tasks and so it's just an incredible program that honestly has changed people's lives and one person i want to call out is my mother-in-law i don't know if you've seen my mother oh, yeah. recently I saw the picture i saw her andy actually reposted her well, that was the first Progress. round. You should see she's, oh, she's on her third round. Wow. She's done it three times. Wow. And it has completely changed her life. And she is on it. I mean, this whole time. And we started the same day. And so it was really cool. We kind of went through this journey together. But literally every single day, some sort of encouraging post. Like, hey, you got it. You're crushing it. You're doing well. Keep it up. Keep it up. And it was really cool because she's been through it. And then she's been through the phase two. 
And then she went back and did phase one again. And there's different phases, but this is not like, although you see physical benefits and, and my mother-in-law saw tremendous physical benefits. It is not about the physical results. Those are a byproduct mm -hmm. of what this program was intended for. And I know we're, sounds like we're totally selling this deal, but I'm a believer because well, yeah, I'm absolutely just, selling it. <laughs> I just finished it and we get nothing from this y'all. Again, what we lack as a culture is a discipline because we want immediate gratification. We want instant, we want what we want and we want it right then. Mm -hmm. So if I want to eat that, I'm going to eat it. Yep. If I don't want to work out, I won't work out. And we're so, the idea of being uncomfortable is so foreign to us. And this program flips that paradigm on its head. Yep. And I mean, so for example, there's, there was two, two scenarios where I was like, all right, dude, like, well, I was proud. Before we jump into the details yeah, of, yeah. of the program and what you learned from it, question I have for you. Well, and, and then before I have this question, how old's your mother-in-law? She is, so she's quite a bit younger than my parents. Okay, so she is Ish. 60. 60 -ish. North of 60. We'll say north of 60. Yeah. The point of this program is that whether you're 70 years sorry, old. Sorry, Jana, if you're not 60 yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Whether you're 70 years yeah. old. Whether you're 15 years old, it, it, it's scalable. Mm -hmm. So yes, these tasks sound difficult, but your two workouts don't have to be balls to the wall CrossFit sessions. No. It can be a walk outside, yeah, 45 minute walk. Yep. So the point is, it's anybody you can do this. Scale it this to is whatever for anybody. whatever whatever state you are in your life. Because right. it's not like a Tyler said, it's not a physical program. There's a lot of physical tasks you have to undertake. But it's all about mental conditioning. Yep. Anybody can do it. Yep. So my question to you is, why did you decide to do it? And just mm -hmm. in general, what was the draw for you? You're you're a tough dude. You're in shape. You've got mm -hmm. good things going. Like mm -hmm. a lot is going on well for you. You you're fine if you don't ever do it. What drew you to it? Yeah. So similar to Andy, honestly, um, you know, when when I played, it was required to be disciplined. Like my wife always talks about it and, and I love her, um, but she gives me way more credit than I deserve a lot of times because, you know, she'll share with people like, oh, he's just got discipline. Um, I mean, in reality, like, so my history was discipline came from wrestling for me and then carried over to football because I literally in third grade at eight years old had to lose 15 pounds in fourth grade. I had to lose 25 pounds, sixth grade. I had to lose 30 pounds all to either wrestle or play football because I was always a big kid. Right. So like the self-motivating, my parents never made me do it. It was never like my dad's like, go for a run. You can't eat this. It was literally, I, they let me figure it out myself because I just wanted to play those sports. And so, yes, like my history was discipline and my history was hard work. And I talk about it all, all the time. Like I had this badge of honor of working harder than everybody else. Well, reality was, is when I, when I transitioned out of football, I went polar opposite. And I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on, you know, what fitness had done for me. Well, disciplines in every area, other area of life really struggled. Like, for example, like I would, I was really sporadic. I'd wake up some mornings at six, get what I needed to do. And then the next morning I wouldn't get out of bed until seven forty-five or eight o'clock. And in our business, that's like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? You're not getting out of bed almost till eight o'clock. So I, well, I'm working from home today, especially with the pandemic, mm -hmm. right? It just exponentially Cause it wasn't like all I had to do was get up and look presentable on a zoom. And so my discipline 
just fell off. And honestly, he was eating at me. And then my wife would be telling people, oh, my husband's super disciplined. Yeah, we'd, we'd go out to dinner and, and he would order chicken and vegetables. And I'd get fries and this and that. And he would eat super disciplined. I was like, yeah, that happened back when I was playing, mm -hmm. when I had to. But reality was, I, I, I would, I mean, let's be honest, I was a fake. Mm. I mean, I'd say that I was this person, but living in the past, not what I was actually doing this day. And even you, I mean, I watch, I watch the, the life that you live and I know that it has become habit and it's become something, but you intentionally are disciplined about, okay, the food that I bring for lunch, the workout regimen that I have, getting up in the morning, cr like creating tasks mm -hmm. and then actually completing them. And I'm, and I'm watching these people around me and, and seeing the results that y'all get, I'm just like, enough's enough. It's mm -hmm. time. I need something. And I need something drastic. And I would, I would say 75 hard is pretty drastic because yeah. through this, I talk about it and other people would start it. And I can't tell you how many people started it and got two, three weeks in and then stopped because it, oh, it's, it's too hard. And it is hard. And, and there are some, some scenarios where it's like, like, let's just say a husband and wife are trying to do it at the same time. Honestly, yeah, I don't, I don't know if, that's maybe the way to do it. Right. Maybe work it out because to be through this whole thing, Tiffany had to support me. Yeah. Like, Hey babe, I can't put the kids to bed. Mm -hmm. I've got to go get my second workout. Yep. So it's, it was one of those things to answer your question. It was time and something had to change in my life because the rate I was going, I was becoming more and more healthy and I didn't realize how unhealthy I was <laughs> until I looked at this like progress pick. I put them side by side and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you got to show me your before yeah, I'll, and after. I'll show you. I'll show you. I'm not putting it on the internet though. Yeah. Just so y'all no, know it's no, not going to happen. What were some of your reservations going in? Like what were some of your fears? What were some FOMO. of your FOMO? FOMO. hundred percent. Like one of the things that I was like, well, I can't have fun. I can't go out mm -hmm. and like do the things with our friends and I'm going to miss out on this. And I did, but I also, it was like, it feels really nice to wake up on Saturday and Sunday morning feeling great and show up to my 5 a.m. workout on Monday and crush it yeah, because I'm not good. having to like recharge or recover from the weekend mm -hmm. and take a day or two to get back into it. Yeah. So I, it was the, the initial fear was like, for example, I didn't start with you in January because it was, well, we got, we got our work trip, our, uh, our star club trip. We're going to the Super Bowl. We've got this, I've got this vacation. I've got, I can't do it then because then I don't want to not have fun. Yeah. And what I've, what I realized, and again, I don't want to jump ahead. One of the no, things that, is, one of the things that I realized, um, and specifically around the alcohol is how much our culture revolves around it. Like it was, it was shocking because everything so not everything let me take that back not everything but many 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 events socially center around that mm -hmm. and and you get this because because you're not a drinker and i and i apologize for maybe some of the comments that i've made to you <laughs> over the years uh, i'm used to it by uh, now. <laughs> but i know and tiff's the same way my wife's the same way she's not a drinker too and i, and I said the same thing to her but it's like if somebody says, oh, hey, can I get you a drink? Or what do you want to drink? Like, oh, no, 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 I'm good. Literally, people look at you sideways. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah. is everything okay? Is everything okay at home? 
Yep. You guys, are you struggling? How many days sober is this? You know what I mean? It's, yep. it's, it, they literally look at you like that because it's so abnormal not to. And it was just, and I'm not saying that like, hey, if you drink, you're, you know, you're doing bad things. Or if you don't, you're a square. It's, it was just, it was eye-opening to mm -hmm. me to recognize how much is centered around. Like, okay, for example, we went to the lake on Saturday. And Which the lake. last day. My last day, yep. right? And it's like. The lake traditionally is the favorite, my mm -hmm. favorite place to have a cold beer. Yep. Like it is like, that's just, I don't know if I've ever been to the lake and not had a beer, honestly. <laughs> and I'm talking like through college, we were at the lake three days a week. Right. And I'm thinking like, huh? So this is my last day. And I was like, I still had a lot of fun and not, and I didn't one drink. sip of beer. You're starting back over, starting over. <laughs> that's exactly right. So it was, man, it, that was one of the things that shocked me. But one of the, th that was my hesitance mm -hmm. back to your original question is like, oh, I'm going to miss out. In reality, I didn't. Right. I mean, there were some things that are, like we had some fundraisers. It was like live country music and stuff like that. And it was like, oh, that, this would be really fun yeah. to have. Or like, like I said, yard work, like. That was the time I think it was the hardest. It was like, oh, I just want an ice cold, like light beer right now. But <laughs> that is such a foreign thing to me. I know. I know. <laughs> that's, that's the last thing but I again, want. But <laughs> again, it's, it's crazy. Like, it, it's crazy some of these things that, yeah. that you don't realize just became habits. And then you look at it and you're like, that's not a great habit. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You mentioned a second ago, the other element to this is whether you're traveling, no matter the weather, you're expected to get this done. Yeah. So you mentioned it. Mm -hmm. You you postponed a little bit because you just had so many trips, yeah. and it really would have been near impossible, especially a Disney trip. You did it. Well, but I didn't have that many, and I didn't have a yeah. Disney trip. That's and, true, yeah. But, and, and you also, I'm thinking about our Vegas trip a few weeks ago. Yeah. That would have been very easy to sit here and say, I can't get my two workouts in, number yeah. one. Yeah. I can't drink well you could probably drink water but the, i can't stay away from alcohol we're in vegas yeah and this is a convention yeah so whether you're on a three-day trip to vegas mm -hmm. or you're at home all 75 days you've got to get it done yeah and that was always my that was one of my reservations was how am i going to travel and still stick to these things yeah. because when you're away from home all conveniences are out the door yeah you're you're subject to whatever environment you're at yeah. at that point but you still got to wake up early and get your first workout yep. in we were in L.A. Dude, yeah, during mine. Yeah. Downtown L.A., who, which everybody knows is not the greatest place to be. No, no. <laughs> right now. This is great. Literally no. stories of yeah. people getting mugged. Yeah. And so I'm out doing my outdoor cardio in downtown L.A. And, and I thought, I thought, okay, people are just hyping it. Like, the homeless yeah. problem is not that Whatever. big. Like, yeah. people are just over. These, these Republicans, they're just yeah. overhyping it. No, I was out and I saw every homeless person in America on the LA streets. And one dude, <laughs> this is not a joke, as God is my witness, pulls his pants down in the middle of the sidewalk and shows everybody his dingleberries. Yeah. Right Balloon, in front of me. Just balloon nut. What's I thought up, this was like yeah, I thought this was like just a made up thing. No, I literally witnessed a homeless person drop his pants in the middle of the street on the LA while I'm doing my outdoor cardio. So that's yeah. the kind of thing you're dealing with here on so, 75 hard. But here's here's my question. So how did you because obviously 
you're staring, right? Obviously, and you're, I wanted and to see if he was packing heat. You're looking, at, you're looking at the brown eye to your, both of your brown eyes, right? And you're like, all right, how did you avoid all the traffic when you veered off into the uh, traffic? Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. That was that was the day where I was questioning a lot of like, my life decisions. I'm just going to cut this one short. I'm about 23 minutes in. That's enough for me. I'm good. <laughs> that's enough for me. Yeah. So, but that's that's what yeah. it, you're doing on it's 75 Hard is you're you're no matter what the circumstances are, yeah. you've got to get it done. And here's and here's the greatest thing about it. And I for and on record, one of the greatest things about a podcast is it's now on record. Mm-hmm. Is there is no excuse for not working out. Remember our whole conversation back in the beginning? We hate the idea of I'm busy, I'm too busy, I'm too this. All right, let me just walk through one day. One day, and there's another one that was that was a challenge too, but one day. So I had a meeting in Phoenix. I had a 6 a.m. flight. I had to be in Phoenix by 8 a.m. I had a meeting at 8. So 6 a.m. flight, which meant I had to have my workout. I had to have it at 3 a.m. So I worked out at 3 a.m., my indoor workout, okay, and then went straight to the airport, had my meeting in Phoenix. I had a 1 o'clock flight to New York because I had a a tour the next day, the next morning at 8 a.m. So I had to then fly to New York. I connected through D.C., landed in New York at like 11.20, got my car, went to my hotel in Brooklyn, and I still hadn't gotten my second and outdoor workout. Jeez. So I get to my hotel at like 12.15. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. <laughs> downtown Brooklyn at like 12.15. Go up to my room, change, and I had to get my outdoor workout. So I didn't start my outdoor workout until 12.30, 12.40-ish. And I had to get my 45 minutes outside. So I had yeah. to go for, go for my run outside. So then I come back and had to have my next workout for the morning because I had literally tours all day long. From like 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. So then I had to sleep for like three or four hours and then work out at 6 a.m. so that I could be ready for my tour. Jeez. So, but the point is, and that's not me bragging, the point is, is you can get it done. Mm-hmm. And your body can do amazing things if you take care of it. So even all of that travel, even all the jet lag, even the dehydration that's associated with with flying, because I drank my gallon of water, because I had been sleeping prior to that, because I didn't have any crap food, because I planned it out, I was able to only sleep four hours that mm-hmm. night, get up, get my workout, and still had a ton of energy that day, and then had a second, got my second workout in. But again, what I learned about this, and, and I'm doing CrossFit, and I've, I've been talking about that, it's sometimes really intense, but working out seven days a week. I literally lifted seven days a week and then did cardio and my body never felt better. Yeah. Your body can do amazing things. If you put all of the things together that help sleep, nutrition, hydration, like those three things, if you take care of it, your body will do amazing things when it comes to recovery. Yeah. So that was one of the things that's a gnarly 48 hours. I I didn't have to deal with anything that That intense. Uh, when I was doing mine, the weather was the, the See, intense part for me. Yeah. Because I was doing it January, February, yeah. March. And we had two snowstorms yeah. at that time. And and you people in the north are listening and you're like, yeah. what a what a come on, bro. Yeah, what a pansy. But but it was like <laughs> forty degrees, guys. <laughs> <laughs> there was one day in particular the weather was probably the worst. It was in the low teens. Yeah. Wind was crazy. There was literally ice everywhere, ice yeah. and snow everywhere. Yeah. Like it was <laughs> And I had to do my outdoor workout still. Yeah. 
it was more of a exercise in self-preservation and not falling and busting my ass because literally the entire sidewalk was pure ice. Yeah. And so my walk was just I was gonna super say, slow. Probably more sore after that workout <laughs> yeah. than any other workout. Yeah. And so, but I still had to do it. I'm yeah. out there looking like a maniac yeah. in the teens getting my outdoor workout in Yeah. because that's just what you have to do to yeah. get it done. Yeah. And I would say yours was yours when it came to the outdoor was much harder than mine. Mine. I had early on, I had some evenings, and I wasn't, what I wasn't great about was I wasn't great about taking advantage of maybe some windows during the day for mm -hmm. that second workout, yeah. as opposed to I'd get the kids down and I wouldn't get my second workout till nine o'clock that yeah. night. Um, but you, the cold is way harder. It that's, sucked. that's where in your head, you're like, frick, I really don't want to do this. Like, is this really worth it? You're having those battles in your yeah. head. When I'm sitting there putting on my eight jackets just yeah. to go outside, I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas mine was more like, there was two where, because I usually would do like, I'd wear a vest and I'd either run or yep. walk. Yep. And, um, and there was two times where there was a, like a really bad storm. And I'm like, this is just like dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. I would, I put, the echo bike and i rode it right outside of the window and if it was like all right this is getting a little suspect i'd like go under the overhang like for a little bit like if it was bad and then i'd finish it yeah, like that was it. one where it was like all right this is because i on a couple runs too like there was some lightning strikes fairly close i'm mean, talking like a mile or two where it was like all right yeah. puckered a little bit on yeah. that one. my and jaw andy, got a yeah. little faster and andy does talk about be smart like yeah. if there's a tornado out be smart but the tornado's not going to last all day. No. Right? You just no, pick no. another time to that's do it. Right. And that's the point. Rain, sleet, snow, whatever the weather, you got to get it done. Yep. And that was one of the biggest lessons. For, like, it doesn't matter what's coming up. Yeah. Whether you travel a lot, whether the weather sucks, mm -hmm. you can get it done. You can get it done. And that's what this program teaches you yeah. is that you are much tougher. Yeah. You have more time. Yeah. All these things are more abundant than what you played in your head. That's right. I want to take a quick break and thank our partners Sleep Number and highlight a couple of things they're doing. Guys, these Sleep Number beds are unreal. The technology that they've created, the feedback that it gives you on your sleep. I've got the app opened up right here. They tell you things like your heart rate, your heart rate variability, your breathing rate, all these type uh, metrics and feedback to give you so that you can improve your quality of sleep. They're all over the place. You can go and check yourself out at Sleep Number store wherever you live. Go to sleepnumber.com as well. They've got great resources on there. We just talked about this not too long ago. They have a whole blog section, all these articles, things that you can improve your health. Sleep Number is definitely changing the game when it comes to betting. So get yourself to Sleep Number, get yourself to sleepnumber.com and check them out. Now back to the episode. And so what are some of the lessons that you, you know, Again, people are probably thinking, this is crazy. Why would I want to do this? Mm -hmm. What are some of the lessons you learned over the 75 days? What are some of the biggest takeaways that you had? Because you're fresh, right? Yeah. Everything's still fresh yeah, in your mind. Yeah, and I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts too. Um, so I would say some of the lessons that I learned is there is enough time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, there is time to get things done to take care of yourself. Uh, a lot of us, a lot of us, and it's not an excuse because I think it's legit, but we focus on taking care of everybody else, right? And we neglect ourselves. We ne neglect taking care of ourselves. 
Well, the reality is, is like, honestly, I was, um, if you ask my wife, other than her frustration with the amount of laundry that was, that had to be done <laughs> yeah. during, the, during the 75 days, um, you know, I, I would say I was more enjoyable to be around. I was more present. I was, uh, I just overall better mood than, than I, than I had been really in a long time. And I've been working out for the last year and that was a big catalyst for me, but I just think feeling good. And then also too, like my wife hates driving at night. She's probably like, I love the fact that like, I never had to worry about being the DD. Like <laughs> you just oh, could always yeah. drive, drive at night. But I, I learned that there's time. And then we talked about that internal dialogue multiple times on this podcast over the last couple of years, but it's a real thing. It's a real, like at nine 30, when you fall asleep with your kids, putting them to bed and then you wake up and you're like, I just want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. But then you got to put your shoes on and you got to go outside and you got to work out. Like, Win that internal internal dialogue battle with yourself. Yeah. Ignore that bitch voice. Because mm-hmm. that bitch voice is going to tell you to quit it's every single day. It gets loud. But guess what? It doesn't control you. Right. So that's one thing. That's another thing that I learned. Um, and then, honestly, like, how good I feel. So I, I had yesterday, here was, here was my, here were my meals. And my wife's amazing. Because uh, she, like listens which is crazy like if she did it i'd be like hey babe what do you want and she'd be like i've literally said it the entire the entire 75 days the meals that i want but she uh she so she she did like i love like the the monkey bread the pull part bread you ever had that Mm -hmm. so i had that for breakfast and then i had burger and fries for lunch and then my parents got me this pizza oven so we did homemade pizzas last night nice the immediate impact that the diet of yeah. one day made for me. Like I woke up in the middle of the night, like cotton mouth, <laughs> like my recovery score on whoop was like 20%. Wow. I'm getting alerts on respiratory rates elevated. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? And then working out this morning, it was like, I felt like dog crap. Yeah. And so I just, the importance of just being consistent and I'm not saying I necessarily have to do two workouts a day for the next, and I have to do all these things, but I would say the gallon of water, I'm going to continue the, the nutrition, like the cheat meals. I, I'm still f- wrestling with where I'm going to, I'm going to land on that, but it will literally only be cheat meals. It's not going to be cheat weekends. It's not going to be cheat weeks. It's not going to be cheat months um, because the direct correlation to what you put into your body to how you feel is real. Yeah. You've had 75 days of strict diet and how good you feel. Mm. And then you had one day of not good diet yeah. and how bad you feel. I mean, that's yeah. an instant feedback yeah. right there. Yeah. And you don't realize it until you really go strict. That's right. For a long period of time. Yeah. Now, are you ever n- not going to be able to cheat ever the rest of your life? No. No. But the point is it teaches you yep. to pick and choose when that's you're going right. to make those decisions. That's right. So for you, so you're two months out. Yep. Um, talk about your experience, you know, g- going through it. What were some of the hardest things for you to stay on? Was it yeah. like what item for you? Because there was a lot of these things that you kind of naturally built into your routines. Mm-hmm. But what was hardest for you? Yeah, the, the working out every day was hard. I, I work out, but not every day. Yeah. 
or I didn't before. Now I'm weekends, right? right? You'd have your recovery. Yeah. Yeah. So there'd be random days where I'd take days off because I thought I needed it. Yeah. So, but the second workout was probably the most difficult from a time. And that was my biggest fear going in mm. was, yeah, I can knock out my first workout. That's easy, but nobody, nobody's up in the morning. Yeah. And then I go to work. But how am I going to justify coming home from work, mm. being away from the house all day mm. and taking another 45 minutes away from my family? Yep. That was my biggest fear going in. The water was natural for me. I'd always drank a lot of water. The reading was easy for me. I always read. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not every day, so that was probably a little challenge. So it wasn't necessarily that any of the tasks were super difficult. Mm-hmm. It was the consistency of doing them yeah. all together every single day. Yeah. That yeah. was probably the most, the most difficult part of it. Yeah. Was just thinking about having to do those. Because like you said, you're, you're adding more things to your day, but it's crazy how much energy and much more time you actually have. Yeah. Because you're being more efficient with your time. Mm-hmm. Instead of drawing things out and procrastinating, you realize, and that's one of the biggest lessons I learned, was like if I had a thought in my head of I shouldn't do this, my immediate reaction to that over the 75 days was, no, I got to go. Yep. It was get up and go. Yep. I didn't let thoughts like that stick for very long mm-hmm. because I knew I had a plan. I'm, I'm somebody who's very good at executing mm-hmm. when I know the plan. Mm-hmm. I'm not super great at ad-libbing or freestyling yeah if i have a list if i have a plan i'm really good at execute so that's what i liked about it was there was no decision to be made like yeah. i just got to do it yeah i just got to take the action to do yeah. it whereas opposed to you know if it's just kind of open-ended yeah open for interpretation yeah i'm just I'm gonna get i'm that. just gonna get more discipline right okay well how yeah how yeah so that's one of the bigger lessons I, and i kind of went through and wrote uh, i wanted to document each week okay and how I felt that week, and how did I change, and what changed over time. Mm-hmm. So, like week week one, I wrote down my motivation's high, right? When you anytime you start something, mm-hmm. motivation's super high. Oh, this isn't bad at all. This is easy. So none of the elements really felt that difficult. Um, but what I did fight that first week, believe it or not, was already thinking too far ahead. I got to do this for seventy five days. Mm-hmm. Like as easy as this feels, and as good as this feels. Yep. 75 days is a long time. Yeah. I mean, how many weeks does that end up being? 10 weeks, something like that? Like 11 ele- weeks? Almost 11 weeks. That's a long time to be doing something consistently with no days off. Yep. So that was kind of the thoughts I had in my first day or my first week. And another thought I had was these inconveniences I play in my head, they're insignificant. Yeah. They're just stuff I make up. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Like they're minor in comparison. I'm not dealing with any life or death situations right. here. It's just I don't want to go do a 45-minute workout. Big yeah. deal. Yeah. And then week two, the thought of nobody's coming to save me came into mind. Mm. Nobody's going to do this. First of all, nobody cares if I do this yeah. at all. I, it, people could care less what I'm doing with my time. Yeah. And so nobody, certainly nobody's going to come in and save me from the situation I've put myself in, nor should they, nor should they care. Uh, so that's, that's kind of the thoughts I had week two was like, I've got to do this myself. There's yeah. nobody's going to help me with this. Yeah. Week three, it's the what have you done for me lately mentality yeah. starts to creep in for me. Meaning it doesn't matter what I did yesterday. Yeah. It doesn't matter what I did last week. All that matters is that I execute today. Mm-hmm. I have to get these five. It doesn't matter I did five tasks yesterday. Yeah. I've got to do them today to keep right. going. That was week three for me. Week yeah, so week three for me too was the point where I think week one and two, people are excited for you. Like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. Anybody that you're talking to, yeah, that's great. And then week three was when I started to get feedback like, hey, are you going to 
I mean, are you sure you really want to do it? Yeah, we three sure? of the, Like the, the outside fun, influence yeah. was was surprising to me. If people try, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> the amount of people trying to talk me out of it. Yeah, like ah, or like no, 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 I won't tell anybody. Right. Oh, you're good, yeah. dude. That was that was alarming. I'm like, yeah, no. Well, it's like anything, any anything you start. <laughs> weeks one and two are likely going to be okay yeah because your motivation's high yeah week three things start to fade a little bit yeah and that's where we, a lot of us fail yeah is week three week four physically when the fun's with, gone when it's just like you're in the grind yeah, mode i yeah. mean think about anything right physically like was it week did you feel like all right i've got like an excess of soreness or like no was i there never a point? really did never. see i didn't either and yeah. that was like surprising i mean we were following, it, it was weird how it lined up. Like we were following a, um, like a, a programming model at CrossFit where this, that was literally that first, first two weeks was like, we were, we were testing, mm-hmm. like testing a baseline. And then like the last two weeks of it were the retest. Mm-hmm. So it was crazy, like the timing of it. And it, I, I lucked out because even through it, I knew, and I didn't actually know when the final testing was going to be, but I knew that we were going to retest. So it was like, all right, I have my baselines at those. And I know, you know, at those, whatever it's a watt or a lift or whatever it is, is all right, now I've got to get better through these 75 days. So it was a cool motivating factor. Like I was excited. Like yeah. I've never been so excited to work out every single day yeah. through this. Um, but I never did get like that crazy soreness. Now, maybe because that second workout was more of a flush because either I ran without a vest or I'd walk with a vest. And the nice Mm -hmm. thing is, is where I'm at, I've got some terrain stuff and there's a couple of hills that I do, but I never really got that sore except for Friday night. This last Friday night was the first time I was walking and I was like, I'm tired. Mm. I'm really tired. Really? Yeah. That close to the end, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, no. It, uh, yeah, the soreness never really, really bothered me too much. And then I get to week four, um, and the thoughts of, you know, I can't control everything that happens to me mm-hmm. during the course of a day, like stuff that comes at me. I can't control all that, but I can control this. Yeah. I can control personal health. I can't control my reading. I can't control. Like, so there's things in my day that I do have 100% control over. Yeah. I can't control necessarily a lot of other factors, but it feels good to know, hey, I've got some things that I do have control over. So if all else fails in life and all else is looking bad, there are still things that I can focus on moving forward. Uh, And now week four is when the staying focused on today really started to set in. You know, I'm a month in. I really got good at just compartmentalizing, not looking too far ahead. And then the last thing that hit me week four, and this is probably unique. I haven't heard anybody share this before on 75 hard, but I remember it was one night specifically. I'm out walking. It was a beautiful night. Uh-huh. Weather was perfect. Stars were out. And I just remember thinking it, the, the thought of awe and wonder mm-hmm. was overwhelming to me that night. Mm-hmm. Like just looking, like when's the last time you just looked up, and this may sound really dumb, but when's the last time you just looked up at the stars and just were like, holy smoke, like mm-hmm. this is an unbelievable planet we live on. Yeah. And that's what struck me in that moment was just like awe, being in awe of nature and beauty. And it was just, it it overwhelmed me that night in particular. You know, you know, what's funny that you say that is the, probably the last 50 days or so. Yeah. Last 50 days. When I go for my walk, 
normally I'd put music on or I'd listen to a podcast. I stopped listening to anything. And just... I literally... I mean, I have my headphones in. And then I, I remember I'd get, a, I'd get like out of my driveway and I, and I always went right. And I'd get like one or two houses down and I'd be like, what am I doing? Because it was, it was starting to get nice. Mm-hmm. Weather was starting to get nice. The stars were out. And, and I remember like the first day I just was like, let's turn it off. And I turned it off and just listening to the silence. Yeah. And I tell you what. As far as helping me in other areas, I actually got to think through and process stuff as opposed to just like putting off, putting off, putting Mm -hmm. off, and then like total chaos like the next day or whatever. I actually got to like decompress and digest that day because I actually got to get into my own head and actually listen to my own thoughts and even kind of recognize it. So that was something I didn't anticipate going through this is like how good the silence was. Yeah. Well, it gives you time to think for the first time yeah. all day long. As opposed to just putting on podcasts and just passing right. the time. Right. I was like, I looked forward to that walk because it was like really productive for me. Yeah. Clear thinking for yeah. the first time. Because yeah. we do fill a lot of time. Whether it's we're standing in line, we pull out our phone, look at our phone. Yep. Or like you said, we're watching, me, I, when I'm watching dishes, I'm listening to podcasts. Just yeah. to, it gets me through the mundane yeah. dishwash. But yeah. It's good to just sit there in silence or walk in silence and give your brain time to just think. Yeah, so it's crazy. So this weekend, um, one of the things, uh, the the sermon that we had at our church was Ephesians 3. And Ephesians 3 talks about um, everything is meaningless, right? I can't remember the name, but essentially everything is vapor. Everything is everything that we chase success, all this, it's going to be passed on to somebody else Mm. that didn't work for it, didn't earn it. And we have no idea if they're going to spoil it, if they're going to use it, whatever. Right. But it doesn't matter because Mm. it's going to be gone. We can't take anything with us, but it talks about like God creating true happiness for us is when we enjoy the toil. When we enjoy the work mm-hmm. that we are set out to do, yeah. that is what that is what happiness is. We enjoy the job that we go to. We enjoy being a parent. We enjoy the hard times. We enjoy the hard work. We enjoy whatever it is, right? We enjoy the journey. And we talk about that all the time. If you're looking to be happy when you get to a destination, you're going to be sorely disappointed. When you figure out in your head how to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, that is true freedom and that is true happiness. And that was one of the things that I learned through this process is I started enjoying those that time. Yeah. Enjoying working. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, you just see the benefits. You see... You, you start to, because again, you can't look too far ahead. Mm. So you start to realize this is my, this is, yeah. I'm going to have to do this. I've got a choice here. Yeah. I might as well enjoy it. Yeah. All right. I want to take a quick minute to talk about our partner, Choctaw Casino and Resort. Uh, we are really, really humbled uh, and grateful to be a partner for them. If you've listened to the show for any amount of time, uh, you've heard how great the resort is there, how great the casino is, the new expansion. They've doubled in size, 3,000 new slots. They've got unbelievable sports bar. They've got unbelievable restaurants, unbelievable movie theaters, arcades for kids. It is endless, the things that they've not only improved but added. Um, but it's just an 
the, the experience that they provide is second to none. Choctaw Nation has done an incredible job with the community, with philanthropy, with support. Um, they have just done incredible things. So we are extremely humbled and grateful to partner with Choctaw Casino and Resort. Make sure, I know you know it, but it's just a short drive of 75. Go check them out. And now back to the episode. And then I won't go through each of the weeks, but the, the probably the two lessons that I took away towards the back half and that I still take away now. Number one, you said earlier, how big support is. Yeah. My wife had to make so many sacrifices for yeah. me to do this stupid 75 hard program. Right. She had to put the boys to bed some night. She had to be the one that cooked dinner. She had to take on so much herself to allow me to pursue this and to accomplish this. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me realize how much we need others, no matter what the goal is, no matter what the pursuit is, how much you need people. Yeah. Yes, it is ultimately up to you to do the work, but your support system, you have to have a support system yep. to be able to. It would be very difficult to have done this as a single father. Yeah. Very, because I can't leave the house if my boys are asleep at home, right? You need a spouse, you need a support system. So that was a big thing. And then I think the biggest lesson that I learned throughout the whole thing now that I'm two months removed, is that discipline is a perishable skill. Yeah. I used to think, and going into this, I thought, oh, this won't be too bad. I used to be a football player. Mm-hmm. I used to do off-season programs. That was, but that was 10 years ago. Yeah. 11 years ago now. Yeah. It's been 11 years since I've truly tested myself. Mm-hmm. Yes, I work out. Yes, I eat well. But since I truly pushed the envelope, it's been 11 years. Yeah. And it made me realize, and now even two months removed from 75 hard, how easy it is to just fall, excuse me, to fall back in to the rut. Yeah. Fall back into your daily grind, fall back into the old habits that you had. Mm -hmm. Discipline, you have to, you have to continue it to keep it sharp. Yeah. It's not like it's now that I've done 75 days and you're going to find, right now you feel great. You're still on the highest 75 hard. Yeah. Probably sweets don't really seem that appealing to you. No. Well, guess what? I'm two months away now, and sweets do sound good to me now. Yeah. Pizza sounds really good. Fried foods sound really good. So I have to call on that yeah. discipline because nobody's holding me accountable. Nothing's holding mm-hmm. me accountable anymore. Mm-hmm. And so all that willpower, all that effort that I put in 75 days ago, it's gone. Yep. It's what have I done today? Mm-hmm. And so yesterday I had to call on that discipline my boys got McDonald's and they had some chicken nuggets and my younger son wasn't going to eat all this. It was the temptation was to grab, Oh, it's not a big deal. It's just a couple of chicken nuggets, but I resisted that temptation. <laughs> it's little decisions like that, that yeah. stack up and add up. Yeah. But it's, it's so now during 75 hard, that wouldn't have even really yeah. been an issue Yep. or a temptation. I've been like, Nope, I can't, I, can't, yeah. I, can't, I don't want to fail this. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm not, not, there's nothing holding me accountable. It's how do I continue making those yeah. same decisions? Yeah, discipline discipline is not automatic, right? Discipline's intentional, mm-hmm. and you have to continue it. Um, and and I, and I agree. And that's one of the things because of the conversations we've had since you've come out of it. Um, and I mean, my goal uh, my goal is to continue the disciplines. Like again, allowing allowing some sort of. Um, and here's the other thing, too, and, and this has been said a lot. When we say, oh, I get a reward. If I work hard all week, I get a cheat meal, and I'm going to reward myself with that. Here's the deal. We're not dogs, right? We don't get rewards for being good. <laughs> right. 
right? We, we need to live a sustainable life that allows us to achieve our goals. And, and if it's built in, great. But don't think of it like, oh, I worked really hard. I deserve this margarita. If you want a margarita, have a margarita. Yeah. If you want that, that's fine. But like, don't in your head kill yourself so that you can get a reward. That's, mm-hmm. that's not the goal, right? Create a system that allows you to be sustainable for a long time. So I, I lost 22 pounds Dang. through this. Right. And I'm not done. And my plan is, is okay. Now I'm not saying I'm going to lose 22 pounds over the next 75 days, but what I do want to do is I do want to continue to lose body fat, you know, lean up, continue to get in better shape. Mm -hmm. Like I'm looking at this as a kickstart. So you talk about the discipline. I do want to, I want to ramp up my discipline, my intentional discipline when I don't have to be accountable to it. Yeah. Back when it was football, I was like, I had to do it or else I, was, I wasn't going to be in the shape that I needed to be because I just didn't come that easy to me. So in this, it's like, all right, now I've got to create another goal. And, I, and like 75 Hard, where the transition, the sweet, the secret sauce for me during 75 Hard was, it was like day 30. And I looked at it, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm 30 days in. I'm about halfway. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm not halfway. There's a long way. And at that point, I decided it's like, I'm not even going to look towards the end. Yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It went really fast. Once I decided like, hey, the goal is not to finish. The goal is just to keep going. Yeah. And, and I remember like, I remember being in bed one night and I was like finishing, like logging in everything. And I'm like, holy smokes, I feel like I just logged in the other one. Like these days are starting to go by really, really fast. Yeah. And it wasn't as hard because if you're saying, hey, look, I'm just enjoying the process, enjoying the journey, and I'm applying those disciplines, I'm, I'm more focused on what I can do right now as opposed to what I'm not allowed to do, it changed my whole mindset. Yeah, it is wild. The first two, three weeks, it does how slow time goes Yeah, because <laughs> it's so new. Yeah. But you're right, six, seven, eight, nine, ten go by super fast. Yeah. Go by really fast. Yeah. All right, let's end it here. What is your encouragement? Somebody's listening to this and like, oh, I think I want to, mm-hmm. I think I want to do so. I think I want to pursue 75 hard mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. go through the program. Mm-hmm. What's your encouragement? What's your words of advice? How do you encourage somebody who's thinking? Yeah. So my encouragement is if you're going to do it, go all in. There's this whole thing going around. Oh, I'm doing 75 soft. I can still have alcohol or I can still do this or I can still do that. Like, don't compromise. Like, don't cheat yourselves out of the benefits that come with this program because just don't do it. Like, it's fine and you don't have to do it. But if you feel like, hey, there's more in me and I just need a jump start to get me going, there's no better program that I know of than this. Uh, if you have a family, talk this through with your significant other, talk this through with your kids. Um, and I'll tell you what, the other benefit of this is my kids seeing me do it. Yep. Like my kids prayed for the last like two weeks. Thank you for what daddy is doing. And thank you. I cannot wait for him to have his pizza and cinnamon rolls like mm-hmm. for two weeks, but like for them to recognize what, what I was doing and the importance of it was profound, honestly. Yeah. And my kids wanted to do it with me. My sons always wanted to go on my, on the run. I mean, if it wasn't so late, they would have gone on more. But like, 
it was really impactful for my kids to see it. But talk to your spouse. Like you said, it takes support. It is, it is inconvenient, but mm-hmm. it's not impossible. It is inconvenient. And, but guess what? Overcoming inconvenience, it unlocks a ton of potential. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the kid thing, it's funny. My wife sent me a picture at one, one point. And my five-year-old was, she didn't know where he, he was, she, he just disappeared. She didn't yeah. know where he was. And she goes out, I have my home gym is in my garage. Mm-hmm. And she goes out to the garage and he's in there and he's got this weight belt on and he's like got some bands or something. And she's like, what are you doing out here? I said, I'm doing my 75 hard. Yes. <laughs> it's crazy what they pick so up. So your voice, it's crazy. It, they're watching everything yeah. you do. Yep. You might as well establish good habits because yep. that's what they're going to pick up on. That's right. I'd say my encouragement is, no matter how disciplined you think you are or how in shape you think you are, you need this program. Yeah. You don't realize how much you need this yeah. and how much discipline you truly are lacking mm-hmm. until you do this. Yeah. And I would encourage, I don't like mandates, but I would almost mandate, if I was president, I would mandate everybody has to do 75 hard yeah. because it'll change your perspective. It'll change your appreciation for things. It'll change your energy level. It'll change your health. It, it, there literally is not one single downside to it. Mm. Yes, it's hard. Yes, it's inconvenient at times. Yes, it takes a lot of discipline and, and thought. But who you are from when you start to who you are when you finish yeah. is, is a different person. That's right. And a better person. Yep. I've not talked to a single person that is finished. Right. That's finished. I've talked to a bunch of people that, oh, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Yeah, because you got like two weeks in and you right. quit. Right. Like, and, and look. Again, I'm not judging why. I'm not judging any of that stuff. But all of the people that I talk to that have finished will rave about it and yes. what it did for them. So talk to those people that actually got through it. Don't mm-hmm. don't talk to people and you know talk to them. Yeah, and see. No, I'm gonna stop because <laughs> I'm not gonna hate. Because again, there's there's different reasons for 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 people doing it. But I just think it's really important. I think it's really important for you to talk to people that have completed it, get a feel for it and be all in because the benefits on the other side of it are tremendous. Now let's check back in in a month. Let's see how, let's see how I'm doing in a month. Hopefully I haven't put on all 27 pounds. (laughs) You're like, I thought you lost 22. Yeah. Well, I put on 27. You've got to be diligent because I'm telling you I'm two months out and it really, it's amazing how quickly it fades. Yeah. So it's now it's, in fact, it's harder now. Yeah. Because I'm not, I don't have that carrot out there of accomplishing something. Yeah. Now it's just life. Yeah. So it's harder it's now to make those good decisions. the ambiguity you were right. talking about. Exactly. It's hard. It's like, eh, no, yeah. what's my goal? If I sit there and I sleep in, nobody really knows or yeah. cares or there's not yeah. a task that I have to get done. Yeah, it's right. up to me. So that's the hard part is yeah. the next, again, you're still off the high. You're yeah. going to feel good these next few weeks, but two months down the road, yeah. are you still making these same decisions? Doesn't mean you got to go work out twice a day every day. But are you still making better decisions more often yeah, than not? That's right. And you said it a second ago. Take the mentality of I'm going to try 75 hard. Take that out of your vocabulary. Yeah. No, it's I'm going to do it. Yep. And Andy's talked about the statistics of somebody that quits more than once on 75 hard. They never end up finishing. Yeah. So when you start, commit to it yeah. and finish it. What, yeah. What's what's his what's his famous no the no options mentality? Like yeah. you're going to do it. Yeah. Don't even say I'm going to try. Like, no, no, I'm going to complete 75. Yeah. And if you follow him, he has failed on his sure. own program before. Yeah. And had of course, to start he's over. on year six of doing this. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. But take a look at that dude. Yeah. Take a look at what the transformation right. in him has been. Yeah. 
So should we share our before and afters on Instagram? No, <laughs> no chance. No chance. No, those are uh, those are for us only. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like I said, I couldn't couldn't encourage this more. Uh, appreciate Andy for putting it together. Yeah. Literally hundreds of thousands of people have done this program at yep. this point. Yeah. Um, so why not you? Why can't you be another That's one? That's right. And so, I, I, like I said, I highly encourage it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, uh, you took something away. Hopefully, this inspires you to, again, take your own 75 hard journey. Uh, if you enjoyed it, text to a friend. Text this episode to a friend, to a group text. Share it on your Instagram, your social media. We would love nothing more than you guys helping us grow. That's right this this podcast so we appreciate y'all for listening we appreciate your time we appreciate you your support and we will catch you tomorrow